Hey, welcome and welcome back to What's on Your Mind podcast, besties. I'm your host, Tanatwa. How do you do? Now, one thing that comes with adulting, whether you're at college or you're moving in with your partner, is realizing that staying with others can be a huge, huge pain in the tissues. It can be absolutely unbearable. It can be the worst ever experience of your life. And um, it's a completely different dynamic from staying under your parents' house and putting up with annoying siblings and stuff. As an only child, I can't actually speak on that because I have no siblings to annoy me, but relatives are relatives at the end of the day. So basically, if you've ever been a fanatic of classical literature, then you must be aware of Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. And if you know Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, you just have to know the 1995 British adaption of Pride and Prejudice that basically catapulted Colin Firth and Jennifer Ely to stardom. I mean, every other adaption pales in comparison. That movie introduced us to Colin Firth. I mean, British Daddy. Gosh, this. What is the age rating for this podcast? Like, um, I need to be careful what I say. Like, I don't want any kids listening to me calling a guy British daddy, although he is daddy. But there's one particular part in the 1995 adaption where Ely's character, Elizabeth, says something that was extremely poignant to me. She says, the more I see of the world, the more that I'm dissatisfied with it. And me being me, perhaps it's a character trait of cancers or ENFPTs or extroverted introverts, but the older you get, the less that you can honestly put up with, the less nonsense. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying not to say the bull S word here because um, I don't know how young my audience could be getting here. Perhaps I shouldn't be saying that the older we get, but the older I get at least, the less I can put up with nonsense. And the concept of sharing accommodation deserves a royal thumbs down. Like whoever came up with that concept, as the olden queens of England used to say, off with the head. Now, I haven't really had terrible experiences with roommates until recently that made me realize that I'm just too old to be sharing accommodation. I need my own space. So, God bless her soul. She's an amazing person, but I've had a roommate before that's extremely messy. And as a messy person myself, when they told me that they're messy, I didn't really take it seriously because I thought I could handle it. It actually used to annoy me being roommates with people who are anal about cleaning and stuff, but I'd never experienced someone who was messier than me. Um, When they said they were messy, I didn't realize that their messiness was on the verge of causing a plague. Literally speaking, they would spill something, then only clean it up days later. They wouldn't do their bed for days. Um, it reached a point where the messiness was working on my mental health and as lovely as a person they as they were and 
to really be honest they were very very lovely one of the kindest and sweetest people i knew but life that's when i realized that life needs balance you could be the loveliest and nicest person in the world but no one wants to clean up after your shit literally no one does and that was a pivotal moment in my life because i began to understand the way that people who were cleaner than me felt when they also had to share accommodation with me now even though i'm messy i am aware when i'm with someone that is generally much more tidy than me and two even though i'm messy i still would say that i'm african girl messy i'm african i'm, I'm african girl messy means that i think african girl messy is white girl clean my old roommate was white girl messy and um if you're from an african household or even an asian household a poc household in general those levels of dirt are universally unacceptable within poc communities and at the end of the day i couldn't really say anything because i had told them that i was okay with them being messy and i didn't mind being the one that cleaned up most of the time actually i do mind like it <laughs> I don't even think I'd be able to clean up after a child passed the age of six to that point. I'm one thing that really got on my nerves that um, is a perfect illustration of how messy they were is that they had a, a bottle with herbal concoction in the bathroom and they accidentally spilt it all over the ground so the herbal concoction was on the ground and I had reached the point where I was tired of constantly cleaning up after them, so I just left it there. I just left it there, and the glass and the herbal concoction stayed on the ground in the bathroom for five whole days before they made some sort of effort to clean up the glass. And then it was another two days before they made some effort to clean up the spilt herbs and water. So I spent days dodging someone else's mess and it made me realize that when you're an adult people really shouldn't have to tell you certain things like they really shouldn't have to tell you certain things and before i get too far into complaining because at the end of the day i always say this person is a very nice and kind person with a defect that can make it okay makes it personally impossible for me to live with them that doesn't mean that um, they're not someone I would want in my life. They're just not someone I would want to stay in the same house with. Like, even though I would not want to stay in the same house with them, it taught me a valuable lesson that, one, you need to really, you never really know someone until you live with them. And two, I really cannot be sharing my space with people anymore. And even I'm at the age where it's not impossible for me to get married and have children or have a lifetime partner, you know what I'm saying? And I can imagine what it would be like if I only found out my partner's um, really bad domestic habits by the time I moved in with them. Like, in reality, if this girl was my partner, I probably would have broken up with them by now for just how messy they were and moved on because I would not be able to um, live in those conditions for an extended period of time and I also wouldn't want to go through the burden of having to teach a grown-up things that they should have learned as a child and that made me realize and be introspective at the same time like wow 
what excuses do I give for my bad behavior? Because I got so used to saying that I'm just generally a messy person, not excessively messy. Like, okay, if I will say I'm messy, my messiness level is on two or three. This girl's messiness level was on a 10 to 12 out of 10. I just couldn't. I've never actually seen someone that messy before. Um, to be fair, they have a lot of mental health issues. But I also realized as someone who's neurodivergent myself, that I can't use my mental health issues to cause pain to someone else. Like, as much as I could be empathetic with the mental health issues and how she had different coping mechanisms with them and how they could also lead to her having deficiencies in certain skills, um, I just couldn't live with that because it was working on my own mental health at the same time. Being in such a dirty environment and not being able to keep up with it was leading me to feel depressed and anxious and not want to go home all the time because I just didn't want to go home and see that mess. Like there's a difference between going home and seeing your mess and seeing someone else's mess and that encouraged me to become a better person and now I actually make a much more concentrated effort to keep my environment around me clean to focus more on my laundry and not ever live in those conditions again because like I literally felt like this was just a disease haven waiting to happen like oh gosh it was so frustrating but, as the saying goes, everybody in your life is either a blessing or a lesson. And I know at the end of the day, there was a reason that I had to go through this. So maybe that I could also look at myself and determine whether I've also caused the same amount of agony and pain to someone else in my life. Yeah, I probably have my mom. I just don't like cleaning in my mom's house. It's, a, it's been an ongoing fight between us. So, okay. Sorry, mom. Probably the only sorrow you'll get for that. <laughs> But at the end of the day, my point is that my roommate horror story is not the only horror story that I've ever heard of. If, even though my um, roommate was a dirty to a point that I thought the Black Death would return, or like COVID-19 would mutate to COVID-2000 to, to COVID or something, I've heard other harrowing accounts of having to stay with roommates, and it just boils down to the fact that we all come from different households and from different levels of dysfunction from like you don't know someone's real behavior until you stay in the same house as them and that's what makes the entire concepts of roommates quite dangerous in fact like even in college when you have to share a roommate with someone that you don't know from a different town even if um, at face value you seem to all have the same credentials and the same belief systems like what's normalized in your house is definitely not normalized in someone else's house one thing that I had living with another roommate who was not as problematic I mean we, we got along but one thing I noticed is that they would bath at night and then go to work in the morning and I used to wonder like they woke up so early in the morning and got ready so early. When did they bath? Because in my household, even if you bath at night, before you go anywhere, you have to bath. Like in the morning, in the afternoon or whatever, you don't leave the house without bathing. And um, I, was, I, was grew, I grew up being told that as you sleep, you sweat and other dirt compiles. So you still have to bath before you go out the next day. 
and that was basically what I knew so it was so so strange that's not a major point of contention it's just an illustration that we come from very different backgrounds and we need to be very very careful who we allow into our spaces and what we allow into our spaces as well because let me not completely bash having roommates Having a roommate can also help you learn patience and understanding and increase your perspective. Like it's really interesting to know that you can be next door neighbors in a small town where everybody basically seems to have the same belief system. But the moment you are staying in the same house, you realize that there's so many differences between the two of you and how you do things, how you run things. Like there are constantly things that would surprise me about my former roommates. Like even the way that they washed dishes. Like I had this one particular roommate that seemed to just put soap on the dishes and wipe off the soap but I never really saw them rinse the dishes with water which was extremely strange for me and it made me realize that yeah people have different ways of doing things in the house and even when I did certain things it astounded them like when I would wash dishes with gloves which is not weird for me I had this um, one particular roommate that would make such a fuss that like why can't you just wash the dishes with your hands and I'll be like I prefer washing them with gloves because it protects my hands it keeps them soft but you just could not understand that concept of why I would want to use protection on my hands while I was washing and that's an interesting experience but I don't know if that's an experience we all need in life like who we stay with can affect the quality of our lives and majority of people that I meet at the end of the day say the same thing that as the resources are there I'd rather stay by myself so what do you think brain gang I think we're gonna stick to the name brain gang for now because what's on our mind is what's on our brain okay I'm not I know I'm being a nerd I know I'm being a nerd just bear with me um do you guys think that having roommates is a good thing do you think that having roommates who are your friends changes the dynamics of things or do you think that when your friends are your roommates it ends the friendship in some way shape or form because i've heard so many stories of friendships that have ended the moment people decided to try and get accommodation together sharing accommodation is like one of the things that will test any relation to its core like I swear, people go into the same house best friends and they go out sworn enemies for life. So that's it for this episode. I think the concept of roommates is something that we really need to think about. And it's an aspect of adulting that, although it's talked about greatly, no one really goes in depth about how it can affect your life and your sanity, your mental health, your physical health, because if you have a really messy roommate, you're gonna, get a, you're gonna be getting sick with things you didn't know you could get sick with, child, like seriously. I've given my two cents on the entire concept of having roommates and stuff like that. As for now, I'm staunchly against having a roommate and the next person that I stay with will likely be my life partner and um, I think there'll even be a trial period for them like I'll have to go on a few vacations with them and stuff and share accommodation with them that's not permanent so I know how they run the day-to-day lives and business so there are no unpleasant surprises if we decide to settle down commit and get married because seriously speaking some habits some live in habits that 
we don't know about people can be the number one reason for divorce i swear like one of the reasons for divorce that are not excuse me that was a little burp one of the number one reasons for divorce that are not talked about enough is the fact that people did not know who they were what what living with someone would be like i'm not advocating moving in with someone because um that can make a breakup all the more complicated like if you if you're sharing accommodation with someone you're about to split the rent and stuff um you catch them cheating where are you gonna go the same house with them what if you live in a different country or state from your parents and you can't just go back to your house so you can't and you have no friends in the area like yeah i don't advocate for like um extensive living with someone until you've properly vetted them or have a very large form of commitment and tested the character and stuff those are my two cents i feel like i went on ta- off tangent a bit less today but anyway thank you all for tuning in to this episode of what's on your mind i am your host Tanatwa. see you next week tuesday you can see that i'm being a consistent queen a mindful monarch uploading every tuesday and thursday so catch me every tuesday and thursday with a new episode of what's on your mind each episode you'll be seeing my podcasting skills getting better and my staying on topic skills getting better too bye